Hello and welcome to the podcast. You're listening to Be Uncluttered. I'm Tara Tuttle and with me is Rebecca Mazzino and together we are going to help you on your journey to a life free of clutter. Hi and welcome to this week's episode. This week we are, and we apologise in advance (laughs) for reminding you of the impending season but we are going to be talking about Christmas and we thought we would get in nice and early because we're going to be talking about gift giving and the sooner we talk about gift giving the better um, we think anyway because it helps you get organized and it's one of the most stressful things uh, that can happen if you do leave it to the last minute so we're talking Christmas gifts and what we're doing and we've mentioned this before and we have a really old episode on it but we thought we would revisit uh, clutter-free gift giving. Yeah, so many people during the pandemic or the last, you know, 6, 12 months have spent more time at home than usual and so many people have been going through and decluttering and working hard to make their homes lovely, inviting, happy spaces. And I think it's tempting with things getting back to normal, families being able to see each other, potentially this year being a more normal Christmas, that we want to just go all out and over the top and celebrate everything. Um, And that could turn into excess gift giving, which in itself is not a bad thing. But the last thing we want to do is give gifts that become clutter and the I, the thing with gifts really is that it's not just the physical item that is clutter. It's that sense of obligation that the person has then to keep it, even if they don't like mm. it or they don't want it, and and then they store it. And most of us have said that before, haven't we? You know that I can't let go of this because it was a gift. Mm-hmm. And we hear it with our clients all the time. Mm. And so we wanted to talk about how we could still celebrate Christmas and give gifts without that level of obligation for people to keep them forever and ever. Yeah. And another thing that's kind of, you know, close to both our hearts is waste. And, you know, there are a very large proportion of gifts that simply go straight to landfill. And that's something that I think would be best avoided as well. Mm. So just to highlight how big of an issue gifts as clutter is, I have done some research and come up with a few stats. And the most recent ones I could find on this were from a study done in 2018 in the US. And the survey, um, which just included American adults, not children, uh, showed that 61% of adults received gifts that they didn't want And that equated to about $15.2 billion that year of unwanted gifts or money spent on unwanted gifts. And, yeah, that's pretty staggering when you think Mm. about it. Um, And then the survey went on to have a look at what people did with the gifts that they received that they didn't like. So 31% kept them just because. (laughs) And that's... (laughs) We most of us have found ourselves in that position before. Another thirty-one percent of people gave the gift to someone else, so regifted, which is not a bad option if you can find a suitable way to do that. 
20% exchange them. And mm-hmm. a lot of places are great now, I think, with that. You know, if you buy someone a book or a piece of clothing and they'll give you a receipt that doesn't necessarily show the price on it or an exchange tag or something. So if you are buying something physical, there's an opportunity for someone to take it back if they don't like it or it's not right. Uh, mm-hmm. Another 7% of people sold the gift. 4% gave the gift back. I would love to know what they said when they did that. <laughs> Same. And, and, how, and how it was received. Yeah, how, whether they ever got another gift again. <laughs> that would be interesting. 4% uh, threw them away and mm. 3% was other if they did something else. So I'm not quite sure what, what other constitutes. But I think the big part for me is 31% kept them. So that's, you know, the the largest proportion of of the people kept the thing that they didn't like. So all of those people have got something in their house that's not liked, not used, and is just turning into clutter. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we thought it's probably timely to do a bit of a refresh on, on our suggestions for clutter-free gifts so that you can avoid, you know, putting someone else in that situation where they're trying to figure out what to do with something that yeah. they don't want. And a clutter-free gift doesn't necessarily mean not giving stuff because there are still ways to give stuff that has a lower potential to become clutter. So, you know, we'll talk about those as well. But a lot of the things that we're going to be talking about are actually um, gifts that don't involve giving a physical item. Yeah, so the big group that, and this is one that probably comes to mind a lot for me, um, especially with children as well, not just mine, but nieces and nephews, is experiences. Uh, experience mm-hmm. gifts are, are pretty awesome. And if you've ever been the recipient of an experience gift, it's kind of quite lovely too, especially if it's something you um, really enjoy doing. So should we go through a f- few ideas back for different experiences? Yeah, for sure. Um, also, before we do that, there are some statistics and I, because I'm me, didn't prepare this and just thought of it right then while you were talking but there are statistics that prove that experience gifts actually give us more happiness and for longer than receiving physical gifts as well so um you can google that yourself guys (laughs) uh so experiences um so yeah pampering is a big one it's a popular one and people do enjoy that it's one of those things that not everybody always buys for themselves so it's nice to receive as a gift so something like massages and manicures pedicures facials and um, day spas and those kinds of things yeah that's what I'm getting to my getting for my husband this year he won't listen to this so there's no risk of him <laughs> figuring it out um, but I'm Same. Gonna get my husband's never listened to one episode <laughs> of this podcast he could it's, not care it's less. as if they've heard us talk enough like can you imagine <laughs> they don't want to do it in their spare time when they're not with us <laughs> when they're away from us <laughs> maybe that's what we should give them the gift of a podcast <laughs> on repeat <laughs> we could give them like a mixed tape <laughs> of our voices best Yay. gift ever um so we're away for Christmas this year and because we are attempting to travel just with carry-on luggage, we were like we need gifts that are tiny or mm. easy to pack or that can wait till we get home. But I'm kind of a bit of a sucker. I like the Christmas morning little exchange. So Yeah, it's nice. Um, 
I decided my husband, he would love, I can't even think of the last time he had a massage. So I've got to find a place around here. He does like the hot rock ones. Um, so I'll see mm. if I can find something nice and indulgent. And that's what he's getting. So I can give him a little voucher or a gift card or whatever, however it comes. That will be uh, his gift this year. But I like yeah. them. The next category would be uh, tickets to events uh, and you could give them, you can kind of give people two gifts in one and I'm laughing because sometimes it might not be an actual gift but I was thinking you could give them like one ticket and you take them so that they get the gift of your company, <laughs> which, again, depending on the person, they might be like, oh, gee, thanks. Um, so you give them one ticket or you could say I'm taking you, you know, to this thing um, or you can give them two tickets and then they can take somebody that they like. So if you're giving, you know, movie tickets to a teenager, give them at least two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do not tell them you're coming with them because they would much rather go with their friends. Mm-hmm. But if you are buying your mother-in-law a a special what's that thing called that what's that tea that's high tea that, yeah but if you're giving your mother-in-law a voucher for a high tea you know she might really like you to go with her so you know you can think about making it a group thing where you take them somewhere or an individual thing where they can go by themselves so there's loads and loads of events that you can take people to um, see or that you can give them gifts to there's sporting events like I said movie tickets uh, gallery openings, um, a theatre event, a concert, a stand-up comedian, a uh, cruise on the river, uh, a kayaking trip, a uh, ghost tour, uh, axe throwing. <laughs> Tara, that's clearly your suggestion. Yeah, I put that, that is. That's because it's so huge here at the moment, axe throwing parties mm. and, like, nights out. And we were talking about doing it with some friends of ours, going axe throwing before Christmas. <laughs> Okay, that's clearly something that Australia hasn't gotten from America quite yet. Yeah, it'll come. I bet it will come. Um, and then we were talking about giving people that that's a that would be a nice gift <laughs> for people to take, like to go axe throwing because it's um, just I don't know. It's one of those fun group events. So, and mm. escape rooms they're already in yes. Australia, but they're huge here. Definitely. And mm. um, we went did one recently and it was really good fun but it is it's expensive for what is essentially the I mean the one we did was like a 10 minute kind of introduction and 50 minutes in the room and to look at the price and I don't know for us we did it as part of um, our daughter's birthday party so it was a party but to just go and do it on the weekend, it's a lot more expensive than going to the cinema and you don't get as many hours mm. of entertainment out of it. But it yeah. was great fun. So it's the yeah. kind of thing that would be good as a gift because you might not choose to spend that amount of money on your, on doing it yourself. But it Yourself, be, yeah. Mm. But, you'll, you know, if you've got the voucher there and you'll really happily do it, mm. yeah. Um, annual passes, this is one that uh, has been big in my family not just my immediate family, but with um, siblings and cousins, grandparents and stuff like that as well. Annual passes to things like zoos or museums or galleries, uh, aquatic centres, national park um, certificates and access and that kind of stuff. And I, I think they're great because if it's something that they would normally go to maybe once a year anyway, to give them the opportunity to go through 
you know, many times a year, different seasons take different people potentially depending on how many people the pass is for. Um, it's one of those gifts that keeps giving, so it's not just mm. a single-time event. So I, I love the annual pass. Yep. Another thing that is becoming easier to buy for people because there are just so many of them are subscriptions. You know, that used to be to buy a subscription used to be like magazines and that was it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now you've got, you know, all of the streaming subscriptions that you can do as well. Um, you've got the audio books and online stuff and all that kind of stuff that you can do. So subscriptions have really broadened a lot in um, the last decade or so. So there are heaps of options. And, you know, I think there would be quite a few people that, you know, would love a service that they can't afford, you know, if they've been talking about getting, you know, a certain streaming service, but they've already got three and they sort of go, oh, no, I'll I'll hold off, I won't get it. But if they get it as a gift, that would be really exciting for them. So, hmm. um, And I love the, the food-based ones as well. If you know that someone would love, you know, a month off of prepping dinner or whatever it is, mm. you know, the ones like the... Um, Hello Fresh, or I don't want to name drop because I don't know enough ones, but and that's one that we gave once a um like it was three months of Hello Fresh, and it was like four dinners a week or something like that. So it just meant Monday to Thursday they could not have to think; they would have it delivered. Mm. They had to put it together, but there was no shopping. But and most of the work was yeah, yeah, most of the thinking was done. Yeah. Um, and that's one of those those awesome gifts too that you think oh yeah, a few dinners. But actually, when you've got a busy, busy bit of time or, you know, work week and whatever it is, the gift of uh, having some space and not having to think and decide is pretty cool as well. So, yeah, for sure. Um, classes? I, I, whenever I think Sorry. about the food boxes one, I think about that episode of Everybody Loves Raymond and the fruit basket and how they're like, we're so sick of all the fruit <laughs> and it just keeps coming. <laughs> Whereas I don't really have that. I don't think as much over here. Um, there are wine. I, my dad had a wine one for a while, like mm. a wine club uh, subscription, I think, which was pretty good. Um, and well, you can do like gym subscriptions yeah. and golf clubs and pretty much yeah. anything these days. They will, and I, you, even if you can't think of what to give them, just pay for the next year of what they already get themselves. Like that's fantastic because mm. that's going to save them money because they're going to get that anyway and so you know that they're going to use it instead of sort of hoping that they might use it we um our, my poor mother-in-law she we buy her the same magazine subscription every year for christmas it's like she opens her card and must think here we go again but she does yeah. love it and we keep saying we can find something different or do you want to change which magazine but she has a magazine that she loves and she wouldn't justify paying the price herself and so every mm-hmm. year she gets Chris the only thing that changes is the front cover the of the Christmas card <laughs> and then on the inside I always cut out a like a tiny little clipping of a front cover of the magazine whatever the the Christmas episode looked like or uh, you mm-hmm. know um and stick it in there and go yep just another 12 months of this <laughs> <laughs> poor thing but again she loves it and so it's like okay that's great and we know yeah. it's being used so yeah, the only thing that's not there is the element of surprise. Everything else is there. Mm. Mm. So classes or lessons uh, can be mm. really good clutter-free gifts as well. Cooking, classes or art, craft, dancing, surfing, horse riding, like pretty much anything you can think of. 
Um, yeah, and, and there's and, loads. Like here in Adelaide, there's like cheese making and I think there's oh, it might be just a tour but like a distilling one mm-hmm. and there's just so many. And there's just so many. The thing is you don't even have to decide which class you think they would like. If you're unsure of which they would choose, you could either give them cash towards a class or you could buy, if it's like a an adult ed- education centre or somewhere that offers a whole multitude of classes, you could just give them a voucher to that mm. and then they choose the class. So I don't feel like you have to pigeonhole them or if, you know, that it might be an unwanted gift if you get them. Like if you were to get me watercolour painting, that, that would not be a useful gift for me because I have no interest. <laughs> but if you gave me a voucher to the adult education centre and I could choose it wouldn't be watercolour mm. painting but I bet there would be something else there that I'd love to do you know and so you don't don't feel pressured to have to nail it down yeah and you don't even need to buy it before Christmas either you can just make up your own voucher and give them a choice and you can say you can write up a little voucher that says you know Merry Christmas your gift is your choice of these and then you could list three things you know two writing lessons at this place and uh, one six-month subscription to the rock climbing place or one term's worth of uh, French lessons or something like that. So you can give them those. And then when they choose, you can go and purchase it for them then um, and give it to them. Just, um, if you, just be careful that if you're on a budget, don't give them free reign <laughs> because yeah. you might get into trouble. But if you choose first something that's with a few things that are within your budget that are all worth about the same, then they can choose their favourite one and, and then you know for sure that they're getting something that they love. And vouchers as well. And the thing I love about this is um, you can, like vouchers are available really easily at most supermarket grocery stores now. Um, for lots Mm. of things so you don't even have to go necessarily to the store that you are wanting to Mm -hmm. buy a voucher for just like either regular um you know clothes or electronic stores or whatever but also um you can buy vouchers to put towards events so 10 pin bowling or mini golf or car detailing there's ones for gardening services or um hairdressers or beauticians whatever it is you know there's all sorts Mm. of vouchers out there that you can um you can give people and and they're really easy to pick up and while I I know people have a thing about vouchers that it's not personal but I think what is lovely is when like I love receiving vouchers (laughs) because I know that I get to buy Mm. something that I really want or I'm really interested in and I know people Mm. feel like oh it's a cop-out because you haven't put the thought into it but I think a voucher is still more personal than cash because you've thought oh, about yeah. what they might like or yeah. an, an area. And now you can get the vouchers as well that list, you know, there's the voucher for teens, the voucher card, and it's got 10 different places on it. So it's you're not even yeah. limiting them to the local 10-pin bowling place. There's like, you know, all sorts of other shops and stuff on there that they could buy them from. So you're still putting thought into the kinds of things they might like. You're just not pinning sure. them down. So, yeah, I like vouchers. Yeah, and you can also personalise all of these gifts in your own way. So, you know, if, if, it, if something like a voucher feels impersonal to you, why don't you write them a poem or send them a really nice picture of the two of you or, you know, just print out a nice picture of the two of you or something like that. You can always, you know, because a, a photo can, you know, just be thrown away without too much 
guilt given that you've already got a copy of it so they're not going to you know can just throw that in the card a little photo of the two of you or something like that and that sort of makes it a bit more personal as well and and like you said if you choose a voucher that you that reflects their preferences then automatically it's personal to a degree for sure Hmm. and with those vouchers or gift cards you can you can then get really niche if you want to if you've got local restaurants or cafes and you know Mm. especially places that have been closed for a long time um, due to the pandemic or new businesses that are starting up that that kind of thing is a really lovely way to support small business by giving gift cards to to those kind of things and then they can choose whether they want a meal or they want to go in there for coffee or whatever Um, you can buy gift cards for everything can't you coffee tea alcohol music, books, the list goes on. Yep, you name it. Now, this next category is also clutter-free. If you're careful, it can sometimes also become um, clutter, but it's much less likely to become clutter if you choose the right thing, and that is things that are consumable. Yeah, so hopefully you know the person you're giving to well enough to know the things they like to consume. So, Maybe they're into specialty coffee or exotic tea. Maybe they're a wine drinker. They love cupcakes or brownies or biscuits or craft beer or, I don't know, infused oils. I've got a list here of all sorts of stuff. Vinegars, fruit and veg boxes. You mentioned that before, Beck. Uh, mm. Chocolates or fudge. Um, vegetable plants or seeds. Fresh flowers. Um, spice blends or curry paste if they're a, they're a bit of a chef at home, um, cake or biscuit mixes or preserves or nuts and snack mixes and all that kind of thing. A lot of the things that I think we quite frequently give out at Christmas as like the backup gift, you know, like I always have mm-hmm. consumables as my backup gift for the people that I am not sure whether we're gift giving or not and I will buy them just in case. But they can really be used for anyone. Yeah, and you can really personalise them as well because, and they don't have to be fancy. Mm. Um, and this is the thing, you know, if if you're really good at making something and it's your specialty and someone loves it and always requests it, then make it for them. You know, one of the things that uh, Granny always gives Ethan for a present, it's for his birthday, is a big dish of potato bake (laughs) because Mm -hmm. he loves her potato bake and she loves making it. So, you know, every birthday he gets a casserole dish of potato bake and brings it home and then eats nothing else for the next three days. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, you know, if you've got uh, something that you're, you know, that you love to make and that other people love to eat, it doesn't have to be, you know, anything that's special or Christmassy. It can just be, you know, something of yours something that means something yeah and one year I remember we had um I had bought a couple of chili bushes and I was not cooking with the chilies and I just had this glut of chilies I was like what am I going to do so I went down to the local little craft store and bought a whole stack of cute little fancy looking glass bottles and I just made sweet chili sauce and put like a fancy Christmas looking mm. ribbon on and personalize the labels with like if it was 
um, a bottle for my friend Beck, it would be, I'd be like Beck's bum burner sauce, you know, or whatever it was. And like, (laughs) uh, came up with ridiculous names and then, and gave them to people for Christmas. And it was one of the most well-received presents, um, because I'd taken the time to make it and it was different and it was unique and they were never going to get it again. Um, Mm. but it's, and that's the thing, like sweet chili sauce, they could go to the grocery store and spend $3 and get sweet chili sauce. But the fact that it was with my homegrown chilies and I took the time to make it, people appreciate mm. that stuff. And yeah. it's the same with biscuits or, you know, even bags of home popped popcorn and caramel or whatever it is. Yeah. You know, people love or that Or homemade stuff. granola, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Granny also makes every every Christmas she makes Florentines and we all get a pack of Florentines as a gift. It's only at Christmas when we never get Florentines and Florentines any other time of the year. Uh, Mick waits a whole year, you know, drooling for his Florentines and really loves them. If you've put some effort into making something, then you know people will really enjoy that. I love too the ones um, where people uh, will recycle glass jars and make say it's some kind of brownie mix or biscuit mix or something like that and they put all the dry ingredients into a jar for you so they've already say it's their brownies Mm. they've measured it out so there's the right amount of flour and cocoa and sugar and whatever else goes in there and then they just pop a pop the lid on a little bow or whatever it is and then put on the label that you just need to add one cup of milk one egg and pop in the oven, you know, mix, put in the oven for 30 minutes. Mm. The fact that the the rest is done, it's like getting the store-bought packet, only it's made with a bit more love. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I love My that. My friend Justine does that. She's she's sent me uh, a beautiful, I don't even know what it's called, but it's like a savoury rice dish and, um, yeah, lovely with all of the herbs and spices and, you know, just you know all of her love and you just have to add a couple of ingredients and you make it. Yeah, a girl that listens to this show, who's a friend of mine from the UK, Vicky, she gave me one year a bottle of Christmas pudding flavoured vodka. And I don't drink vodka, but I drink that vodka because it is like, (laughs) it's Christmas in a glass. It's the most insanely beautifully smelling. It's got the kind of mulled wine smell of it, you know, Mm -hmm. the cloves and the cinnamon and the nutmeg. But it's in vodka and you just have like a tiny little like 30 mils with some ice and it's the most lovely Christmas drink out there. And so she gave it to me one year and I immediately got the recipe and I've made it every year. And occasionally Mm. my family will check in with me at the beginning of December. We're getting our bottle of uh, Christmas pudding vodka (laughs) for Christmas this year, just checking. And then some years I'll be like, yep, I'm making enough for everyone. And some years I'm like, no, I'm just making it for me. Here's a recipe. Do it yourself. Um, (laughs) But yeah, it's it's funny those little those little things really mm. catch on and are really quite special, I think, as well. I really like it when they become become a tradition. Mm. You know, one of our oldest family friends always makes mum a Christmas cake. You know, every year, mm-hmm. and sometimes mum will get a message that says the the cake's late. Sorry, <laughs> or I'm like I'm behind on the cake making. But it's sort of you know, mum knows that that's you know, it's Christmas cake is is coming um, from from Anne, so she knows she's going to get that, and it's it's a lovely family you know tradition there as well. So you can make a tradition out of giving these gifts that uh, makes. It strengthens the um, the quality of the gift over time, or it strengthens the 
what's the word, the value of, of that ex- whole experience over time. Speaking of time, that's a perfect segue back into the next. Oh. Um, I didn't even do that on purpose. Yeah, nice. Um, <laughs> type of gift, which is time. And most of your loved ones, I say most, I'm pretty sure all of your loved ones would probably treasure a chance to spend some quality repeat quality time with you um, because quality time with people we love is pretty rare these days so um, maybe you're giving them a voucher for a home-cooked meal with you or um, an afternoon to play a board game together or a camping trip Um, you could have a day at the beach or watch a sunset together or have a movie marathon or something like that but gifting someone some time to spend with you is lovely that's very you know budget friendly but it's also something that I think we have lost and which would be really um, highly valued by people especially if if you're generally short on time and you know that they would enjoy some some time with you for sure yeah and also a lot of those gifts can be really low cost so if you are on a budget the gift of time not only time this time with you, which is a really good connection sort of gift. But then if you've got people that are really busy or um, or you don't have a great deal of um, cash to, to spend for Christmas, you can give the gift of your own time for them. So you can wash their car, walk their dog, look after their kids, uh, cook for them, do some gardening, Uh, do some handyman jobs around the house, run errands for them, wrap their Christmas presents. (laughs) There'd be some people who would say, like, you can give them an early early gift. I'm going to, you know, as your present, I'm going to wrap all of your gifts this year so you don't have to do any wrapping. Um, So some people would jump at that (laughs) because it's something that they don't like doing. So um, giving that gift of your time would also be, you know, quite appreciated and completely clutter-free. I made my dad a voucher book when I was about eight, I think, (laughs) for Christmas one year, um, saying I'll wash the car and I'll walk the dog and, I don't know, I'd clean his workshop or whatever it was. And he has still got this voucher book to this day. I think he redeemed one of them. I made them like perforated pages so that he could tear them off and give them to me but keep the stub for whatever it was and we wrote the date on it and I think he might have used one but it was only I reckon 18 months ago we were I was at a barbecue at his house and they had this massive yard and dad's like um he must have been doing a clean out and he's like Tara so uh, I'm just wondering do these vouchers have an expiration date because you've got on here weed the garden and like they live on two acres or something he's like is now a good time to redeem it I was like are you kidding me firstly I can't believe he kept it all that time but we were going through and um having a look and I was like, you, you're such a waste, Dad. You only redeemed one out of the whole book. And he's like, well, that's why I'm asking. I'm hoping I can uh, redeem a few more now. And I'm like, no, nah, sorry. Service is no longer available. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I love And that was a really sweet, sweet gift. I like. I would love if my kids gave me something like that um, without me having to beg them to do chores. 
but it would be nice, wouldn't it? Mm. But the thing is, we are slack at redeeming vouchers, aren't we? Mm. Like, that's one thing that I, I know that I think I've gotten those kinds of things before. I don't think I've ever redeemed them. I've just gone, oh, that's cute. And then I've put it in my keepsakes yep. drawer and then forgot it was there. Another thing, and we've, ta- we've talked about this before on previous Christmas shows, charitable donations is a great thing to give as a gift, especially if the person you're buying for has everything. There are some people that have all they need and if they want something, they don't wait for an occasion. They just go and buy it. And I know people like that. And for those people, we usually just give them um, a voucher saying we have donated to this charity in your name. And so it might be something mm-hmm. close to their heart or their life experiences. Um, I've <laughs> I noted here I like to gift Kiva cards to people, which is quite funny yeah, because same. when I prepped this um, – which was a little while ago. I hadn't really thought about it, but today actually was my friend's birthday and I gave her a Kiva card, <laughs> which is hilarious. <laughs> there you go. Because um, postage between the US and Australia is just crazy mm. at the moment. So, And Kiva, if you're not aware, that's like a micro-loan organisation. So, for example, I gave my friend 30 US dollars. She will go on to kiva.org and choose someone from the list um, to give her micro loan to, so she will loan them the thirty dollars. They use that towards their education or starting a business, and there's um, thousands of loans on there that you can make um, in all the countries across the world. And then the person will repay that loan, and once they've repaid you, you can either withdraw the money and go and spend it, or you can relend it. So I love Kiva. Um, yeah, same. It's one of my favourites. Mm. So um, yeah, my sister-in-law, when when I gave it to her, my sister-in-law said, "This is the best present." Mm-hmm. She just loved it. She absolutely loved it. Um, and last year when we talked about Christmas, we uh, were moving over here to the states, so we um, adopted a whole bunch of animals, especially because it had only been um, maybe nine, 10 months since the bushfires. So there were animals Mm -hmm. on Kangaroo Island in South Australia that had been affected, lots of koalas on the East coast. So for most of our family, we just adopted animals in their names and sent them the adoption papers. So they had 12 month adoption certificate for animals that had been affected by the bushfire and the money went towards their rehab and care. And that's like a really, I think that's a really lovely gift as well. It's, it's helping the community, but you also, you get to give them something to show them what their money has gone towards, which is nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hopefully that's given you plenty of ideas for clutter-free gift giving and you will actually find a guide each on my website at rebeccamazino.com.au and taras at basklifecoaching.com. So if you didn't take notes while we were talking today you've got something that you can go and have a look at they'll be on our blogs so it'll be the most recent blog post on each of those websites as at the release date of this episode and we'll make sure we pop links to those in the show notes too to make it easy for you to go and find them to get any extra ideas or grab ideas that you might have missed while we've been talking But we would also really love to hear either about the clutter-free gifts that you've given other people and what people have enjoyed receiving or things that you've received yourself that you loved because I think there's some some really cool options out there 
and I'm sure we've missed a few. Um, So we'd love you to come to our Facebook community and share that. I might even put the Christmas pudding vodka recipe in there. I'm sure my friend Vicky won't mind me sharing um, in case anyone wants to try it. So um, join us there and happy Christmas shopping. And we'll be back with you again next week. Thanks for joining us. We'd love it if you'd leave a review or tell all your friends about us so that they too can be uncluttered. If you would like to connect with us, you can find us at beuncluttered.com.au or on social media or on our own websites at rebeccamazino.com.au and basklifecoaching.com. Mm-hmm.